Yo, yo, welcome to the NS9 postgame show. Hodgepodge of nothingness brought to you by Pittsburgh Baseball now. Pirates win uh, a good game, 8-3 to three against the Reds today. I'm Jim Rosati. With me is Tyler. Tyler, what is going on? Jim, it's hoodie season. It really is. I, I just noticed we're both wearing hoodies. It, it's a great time to be alive. So... One of my favorite parts of the year is when you can wear a hoodie and then shorts, like hoodie it's exactly and shorts. It's the perfect combo. hoodie, shorts, and flip flops. Like if I got to run out to the gas station real quick, okay. I can throw flip flops on. Yeah, I could. See like that. I just got to run to the store real quick. I got to go to pick yeah, up food. I, I typically don't wear flip flops, but I'll just throw like my sneakers on, tennis shoes, however you want to call them. Yeah, but then I got to put socks on. It's a whole thing. You don't have to put socks on if you're just. I only have down. I only have one pair of sneakers that are like tied up for me to slide into now because I'm an adult. Yeah, and I mow in those. Okay. But I'm I'm just a slides kind of guy. I'm I haven't moved on to the hey dudes yet. Yeah. Okay. I'm not quite there yet. Yeah. Well, you know who. Uh... You know, that's a bad segue, but <laughs> you know who the dudes are. I also just noticed Donardo messed up our tweet. Donardo said that Pirates win eight to two. Pirates that's won eight right. to three. So he's just, what did we need a new producer? I mean, what kind of guy thinks I will put this, this tweet up right now before the bullpen is finished? Yeah, right. Has he not watched this bullpen all year? They're yeah, going to give up at least one more run. Yeah, I don't know what he was thinking. Um, Where do we start poor, with this one, Jim? Poor job. Poor job. Um, I think we've got to start today with... I, I mean, I don't know I mean, where... I guess we can talk, let's talk about the new guy. So, Miguel... Yeah, that works. And Andujar, first game as a Pirate. Uh, you know, Donardo and I kind of said our piece about him this morning on Starbucks. Uh, but uh, he joins the team today after being claimed um, off of the Yankees. First game, batting third, designated hitter. He played He played pretty good today. Uh, one for three, sack fly, walk, got his first hit, scored a run. Um, overall, pretty decent debut. Yeah, and I mean – I told myself before I jumped on here, I'm not going to overreact either way. We we all gave our opinions on him off the bat. Yeah. I think we were all on the same page that he's been a pretty bad baseball player most of his career. Um, this one game doesn't sway me either way. I'm okay watching this play out, but at the same time, I really I didn't really gather much tonight. There's 
that you can tell there's some issues there at the plate that could definitely be exposed. Um, you'd like to see him in the field a little bit. It's I I can't really give much of an opinion on him at this point. Yeah, I am curious to see what their plan with him is. Just fitting him into this roster and this lineup in general. Mm-hmm. Is he going to be DHing most of the time? Is he going to get some time at first base? Are they going to put him in left field? I, I'm not exactly sure. You know what they're going to do there. I feel like first base is a good fit for him if he can hit right. Um, but uh, no, I guess I guess we'll we'll find out what their plan is today. He DH'd, uh, so I would imagine you know maybe try him at first base here somewhat soon. Uh, but uh, no, solid solid debut again. I would love for him to prove me wrong. I don't think he really has much in the tank left, uh, but I would I would love to be wrong about it. Uh, but yeah, a good absolutely. start to the Pirates' career tonight. Yeah, I, you couldn't have said it better. It's another guy that we hope to be proven wrong, and he does have a bit more pedigree probably than the rest of the guys that have been acquired through waivers. Yeah. He has put together a good year. A legitimately good year, not like a Greg Allen good year. Yeah, it was a while ago, but it it was a long time ago. Um, but there's pedigree there. None of us really believe in him, but I'm not gonna sit here and trash him after his first game. He did. We'll, he did we'll just, see what happens. Did just fine tonight. So good, good debut. Um, good win. The Pirates actually clinched the season series against the Cincinnati Reds tonight. Uh, that was their and that was a couple of bad baseball teams, Jim. That, that was that a was. bad baseball game. Yeah, it was a pretty ugly game. Um, one, two, three errors. Uh, but you know, I feel like there could have been more. Um, it was bad. Sloppy play all around. Uh, you know, I don't even really know how to kind of go about that. Like on Cruz's one bloop single, or whose was yeah. that? Yeah, uh, yeah, single. Newman got to third. Wild throw. Newman scores on the throw. Um, you know, Cruz made another error today. Uh, Barrero had an error at shortstop for the Reds too. So just, just a, not a very uh, Newman should have been doubled off, but a wild throw from right field. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I yeah, that also. Um, there were some. There was just some some pop ups in the shallow yeah. outfield that I feel like were in the air forever, and they, you know, no one caught them. Uh, but overall, uh, you know, the Pirates ended up stringing some stuff together. They get eight runs. Uh, the bullpen. I mean, they played a. I mean, this Reds lineup is not very good. You know, we'll keep that in mind. But yeah. Pirates bullpen goes had to go five innings today because of the rain delay. So uh, Contreras only goes four. Uh, gives up two runs in his four innings. Uh, only gave up two hits, but only struck out two. He wasn't really super sharp. Uh, yeah, so we, I we, feel like the rain delay we, might play in the favor a little bit because I think you mentioned it a lot early about the velocity mm-hmm. being down. You tweeted about it. You mentioned the group chat. It might play in the Pirates' favor that they had to cut him early. And I don't know if he has another start this year. Maybe one. I might for one more. Um, I might just skip that one, and if I'm the Pirates, and be done with it. Yeah, um, I mean, the, the velo was just—it was concerning tonight. 
it was his second straight day too where the velocity was was down um second straight game yeah let me kind of look at it real quick so he his fastball today averaged uh probably like 92 and a half it averaged 93.2 which was two and a half miles per hour less than his season average now one thing to consider here it could have been it's possible it could have just been PNC Park's gun because you go the other way too and you look at Chase Anderson. Okay. Chase Anderson's average fastball, 1.9 miles per hour less than his average. So, and I mean, Chase That's Anderson, fair. every pitch was about two miles per hour less than his, than his season average. So maybe there was just, maybe the gun was just slow tonight. Maybe it was the weather. Maybe I'm not really sure what it was, but it was actually consistent, both starting pitchers velocity mm. today. Okay. I didn't realize that it was the other way around as well. Yeah. That that's a good point. Um, I did note he probably didn't throw as many fastballs as he normally would. It seemed like it was really heavy off speed tonight. Um at least the 20, uh, the second inning, I don't it took him a while to get to the fastball. Yeah, sixteen fastballs out of fifty four pitches. So yeah. only thirty percent fastball. He seemed very, very heavy off speed and breaking. Um yeah, he threw a lot of curveballs today. That was his, his curveball was his most used pitch today. I mean, we're at the end of the year. Just, just stay healthy. Just stay healthy. That's yeah. all I really got for him. I agree. I agree. So he goes four innings, gives up two runs on two hits. Uh, TJ Friedel uh, hit a ball out of the stadium. That was one of the hits. Who the hell is that? <sighs> Some guy. <laughs> Batting lead there off. were a lot of guys that was – who's that guy? Um, Who's that guy? It was his eighth home run of the season, TJ Friedel. Um, but uh, yeah, he's the leadoff hitter for the Reds, apparently. Um, but overall, I mean, he he got through the four innings, kept them in the game. Bullpen came in, Chase DeYoung, two scoreless, Johan Ramirez, two scoreless, and then Stevenson closed it out in the ninth, gave up a home run to Aquino. Uh, but that was that was the only run the bullpen gave up. Hmm? Down, who decided to flex down eight to two? Yeah, yeah. So, that was uh, lame. so a decent outing by the bullpen. Um, we talked about um, Andujar's debut. Before we get to Cruz, I want to talk about Kevin Newman a little bit. Um, okay. Kevin Newman extends his hitting streak to nine games. Yeah, two for four today with a walk. Gets on base three times. His weighted runs created plus Tyler. All the way up to 90, 95. It was 93 before today's game, I believe. It was. So up to 95 now. Look at that braid on me. Nine-game hit streak. He yeah. really, like, He's really excelling in this like backup utility middle infielder role right now. There, I, th- I know I mentioned it mid-season. Uh, if he would have, if he finishes the year on a strong note, I would be fine bringing him back in an actual utility role. And I'm not talking a utility role that like they have a Diego Castillo right now. Mm-hmm. Diego can't play the outfield. Diego doesn't hit the ball that well. He can't play shortstop. An an actual major league utility role. Yeah, like a middle, like Kevin, a backup middle infielder is is what we're talking about. And if you can slide him in in the corners every now and then, that'd be great. Yeah. 
but he could be a useful backup major leaguer. My concern is that I don't know that the Pirates would use him that way. They will keep playing him and keep playing him until he gets back to being Kevin Newman. But, like, I'm fine. If he's going to play like this and give you solid defense and uh, average hitting, I'm fine with him getting two starts a week. I guess. But, like, there's enough guys I would like to see that I might be annoyed watching Kevin Newman instead of them. Yeah. The other thing I'm actually interested to see and reason why I'm not really quite ready to completely give up on Kevin Newman yet is, you know, obviously the super high contact rate. I kind of want to see how he does with these new shift rules just because, you know, now he's going to have a little more room to operate. So maybe that, maybe that helps him out a little bit. The other part that I don't really want to get too deep into is that we watch so many of these pirate sitters come up with runners in scoring position or runners in good positions that just don't do a job. They can't handle Kevin, it. Yeah. Kevin Newman does a job. At least right now he does. Yeah. The last few years he probably didn't. But right now the guy's got that high contact rate. He's doing even on Cruz's blooper to left field. It was good base running by him. He knew he could beat the catcher there. Good slide at home. He does little things well at this moment. Enough that I don't want to get rid of him yet. I think um, I'm I'm in the same boat as you. And like, if you want this team to actually start playing better, you do have to have like like major league baseball players on your team. And there's some guys like, I mean, you brought him up earlier in the conversation, Diego Castillo. I don't think Diego Castillo is a major league baseball player. Yeah. He's got some pop. He's got some power, but you give Diego Castillo 200 plate appearances in the major leagues. And you know, his, his numbers aren't going to look good. Uh, Whereas, you know, Newman's kind of had a nice little resurgence this year. He's under team control for uh, two more years. Wait, three, four, two more years. Yeah. So I'm not ready. I'm not quite ready to give up on him yet. I think he he can still provide some value. And he's much, I know a lot of people have talked about Ben Gamble this year Mm -hmm. and the major league presence he brings. Ben Gamble kind of stinks. Same with Michael Chavis. They both stink. Kevin Newman, at least. Premium position. Kevin Newman could add some positional value there. Right. No, I I think we're in agreement there. Um, he's definitely not somebody I want to see every day, but somebody who I don't mind being on this roster. And like, if you need to give Castro or you need to give Cruz a day off, I feel I feel just fine letting Newman get a start every now and then. On on a real team, Kevin Newman is what Josh Fameter was to this team. Josh Fanmeter got a lot of bats. <laughs> exactly. That's what Kevin Newman should be on a real team. Where he just kind of like, he's floating around a little bit if he's hitting the way he is now. Yeah. yeah I, I, I get it. Um, so so another good game from Newman. Um, Jack Sawinski. Let's talk about him a little bit too. We we talked at length uh, about his uh, about his home and over the last couple of days. Uh, he just keeps it up. Like the dude is unstoppable at home. 
He goes two for four today with two doubles, two runs batted in. I don't, I, I, I don't know if it's just like a, like, do you think it's just like a batter's eye tip situation where like he's just really comfortable, like he sees the ball really well at PNC Park and then he doesn't everywhere else. I don't quite, I can't really quite put my finger on it. I mean, whatever it is, the ball looks like a beach ball when he's at PNC Park. And then when he goes anywhere else, he can't touch it. Uh, it, It's quite a weird thing. I've never seen home road splits quite this, um, this diverse. uh, And like away from course, he's like course field numbers. Like, yeah, like he's one of the best hitters in baseball at PNC Park. He, he might like need to be a platoon player home and away. <laughs> Which just makes no <laughs> sense. Like it doesn't make any sense. But going into today, 956 OPS at home. He's just gonna that's just gonna look better tomorrow with his two doubles that he had today. 956 at home, 364 OPS. OPS 364 on the road, which is just completely pathetic. Uh, I <laughs> like he's gonna have a 600 point difference after tonight. Yeah, in his own uh, row OPS splits. I don't, I don't know what exactly it could be. Uh, maybe, maybe Mama Swinsky just flies into town and makes a home cooked meal. She, I, I have no idea. Pre- yeah, whatever his pregame ritual is, you know, in Pittsburgh, need to figure out a way to replicate that. But like. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, you can't even count on it. It's just, and even the strikeout rates, a good bit different home and away. Well, I mean, his batting average is like 200 points higher. Yeah, but I mean, it'd be, we're not even talking like batted ball luck here. Yeah. It's just, he's a different player. Yeah, I, I can't quite figure out what's going on there. Home strikeout rate, 26.8%, away 37.1. 163 weighted runs created plus at home, four weighted runs created plus on the road. So, like, he's really miserable. Like, he's he's basically the worst hitter in baseball on the road. And then when you bring him home, what, what did I say, 163? 163 weighted runs created plus. Yeah. Do you know that would make him the fourth best hitter in baseball behind Aaron judge, Jordan Alvarez and Paul Goldschmidt. And then it's the home Jack Sawinski home, Jack Sawinski fourth best hitter in baseball. And I don't like, you can't even point to a stretch in this year where he was on the road because even recently, he sucked. And then they just came home and he just started raking baseballs again. Oh, this. He came back up. He sucked. Mm-hmm. They come home. He rakes. They leave. He sucks. They come home. He rakes. Yeah. It's the weirdest thing I've ever seen. I, I don't get it. EV master. Trout at home. Pitcher on the road. I mean, that's that's basically it. Like, to give you just, I mean, Mike Trout. Mike Trout doesn't qualify, so let me kind of let me just update this real quick. Four hundred plate appearances. Mike Trout, one seventy. Yeah, he's Mike Trout at home. 
that's a good like that's a great way of putting it. Like he's he's a left-handed Mike Trout at home on the road. He's a pitcher. <laughs> yeah. Like it's just nuts. I don't understand it. It's crazy. But uh no, but another big game from him today. Uh and then you know, O'Neill Cruz just want to talk about him too. Putting the ball in play a lot lately, not striking out as much. Four hits today, career high. This is now three straight games to no strikeouts for O'Neill Cruz. So uh that's very good. Um yeah. <laughs> I feel like tonight was uh I don't want to say tonight was like a regression to the mean because if you look at his numbers, he's still probably performing a little better than he's really hit the ball because of the strikeout rate. Mm-hmm. But it was more of like a ball don't lie. Yeah, that's exactly or, what like. Yeah, he's just hit the ball so hard every time he hits puts the ball in play that eventually yeah. some of these are going to pan out for him. And they yeah, did. so so you bring that up. The expected batting average of of Cruz's four hits today, one ninety, one ninety. 150 and 240. <laughs> so yeah. didn't have an expected batting average on any of his hits over 240. Um, somehow though goes four for five. So yeah, I think it's just one of those things where, you know, he was just kind of due for a game like this where he was going to get real lucky on some batted balls and he did. But I think it also goes to show that like, He's so fast that cutting down that strikeout rate really makes a difference in just his overall outlook, right? I mean, just the fact that he was able to put the ball in play five times, didn't hit the ball hard any of those five times, but he got four hits, two of those, because he's fast. Yeah, and we I think we saw a little bit of a, a bit of an energy from Cruz tonight. Mm-hmm. I mean, we Locked saw it in the up. field. Yeah. We saw him flying around the bases. Yep. There was a little bit of a pep in his step tonight. Uh, and we're not even asking for much about that strikeout rate. If he cuts that to 30%, he's going to be a really good major leaguer. Yep. He hits the ball too hard not to be. Especially when they eliminate shifts. Oh, yeah. Because all those ground balls that he pulls that are 110 miles an hour. Like those are all going to be hits next year. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to be fine as long as that strikeout rates more towards 30 because hell, even those ground balls, a lot of those will turn into doubles. Potentially. Yeah, that's true. Uh, that's a good point. But uh, no, his, his on-base percentage now up to 281 it was 273 going to today's game. Uh, slugging up to 454 so he's uh he's bringing up his numbers you know a little bit as we as we go here batting average up to 225 now i think you you know you hit the nail on the head there if the strikeout rate can get to 30 which is i think an ideal situation here then you're talking about you know just by just by putting more balls in play that batting average is going to go up on base percentage goes up slugging goes up and then you're talking about a really, really dangerous hitter. And he already is right now. He's a very dangerous hitter right now. But, you know, you put the ball in play 7% more than he is now, he becomes a lot more dangerous. And I really think when you go with that, 
when you look into the future and talk about eliminating the shifts, he's going to get pitched a lot differently. Guys aren't going to really come in as much as they do because if they miss middle, it's going into the river. Yeah. But at the same time, like that's, you have to go in on him because his, he, his play coverage, some of the best play coverage I've ever seen. I like got balls that are balls that are two inches off the plate. He's reaching with like he's barreling them up, right? And he's driving them to center field. He's driving them to left center. So I think you've you have like if you're if I, if I'm an opposing team, like the play is you've got to pound him inside. You've got to try to jam him. You can't let him extend his extend on you. But like you said, when you pitch inside, better hit your spot. <laughs> and I think I do think te- some teams are going to be a bit more careful about that. Mm-hmm just because they're not going to have 18 fielders over there. Yep. In case he rolls over. So I don't think it's the eliminating shifts, a bad thing for O'Neill Cruz and any plant on any planet. I don't think eliminating the shift is going to be a bad thing for really any hitter. <laughs> I used to be totally against it. I don't care anymore. Yeah. Like I want to watch a game and it be watchable again. Yeah. I think, I think I think we're going to have a lot to talk about this off season. We are. It's going to be. I mean, it's going to be an eventful off season. So, uh, lots of lots of roster decisions that need to be made. Lots of rule changes that are going to be going to affect the next season. Uh, so I'm, I'm seeing a lot of them right now. Yeah, we didn't even get to Chavis, and I feel like that's more of a who knows when. That's true. I mean, we haven't. So so this morning, Chavis was still on the team. Um. I had a pretty good idea that, you know, once that Andahar claim came through, that Chavis was going to be the guy. He just, it just made sense. Like, they're the same player, really. And so it's like, okay, we've seen Chavis. Let's try out this this guy. Uh, but yeah, Michael Chavis designated for assignment uh, today. I don't know if he'll be claimed. I guess pretty bad. I guess I could see it just because of his position flexibility. Um, and like he does have a little bit of pop. I mean, Uchain got claimed. Lima Driscoll. I get, but at this point, like, could he? You can't. Can you play in the postseason if you're claimed right now? No. I don't so really like you can like help get... him out this last week, maybe, but can he? Right. That's that's the thing. You got DFA'd by the Pirates. So yeah, how helpful can it be? So you Chang, know. like at least there was something there. He could pick a little bit of short. I'm I yeah. don't know. Like maybe the Ray saw something there. Blive address, I don't know what the hell anyone saw. He had options available. I think that's really I helpful. guess, but like but no, so I, I think I mean, I think I've made my thoughts known on Chavis's abilities lately. Yeah. Um, he's just not. If you want to be a good baseball team, you cannot have players like Michael Chavis on your team. I like the guy. He he tries really hard. He hustles like he's he's everything you would want in a baseball player, other than the the part where you produce. <laughs> you know, um, you know, seems like a likable guy. I like them personally, but just at the end of the day, you got to hit and he couldn't hit. Yeah. I, I mean, there's, 
there's arguments to be made that there's no way Zach Collins should be getting at bats right now over Michael Chavis or things like that. But we're splitting hairs at that point where they're all just bad. Yeah. And it's really not worth wasting our time on yeah. arguing about which one of these bad players they should keep. You're right. They brought in Anduhar. They're going to see what they have in him. We know the Pirates know what they have in Michael Chavis. He's not good. He's not good enough to play first base. Maybe he's more valuable in a spot where he gets more reps at second and third and can show a little bit more defensive value. But on yep. this team, he's going to be a first baseman and he doesn't hit well enough to do that. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, you hit the nail on the head there. Um, so I, I, I don't know. I don't know how the, the waiver process is going to go for him. I don't know how many teams are looking for, for a player uh, like that. For a 230 oh, hitter with a yeah, 290 I mean, OBP and a 390. Yeah. So I, I, you know, best of luck to him. I'm sure, you know, he, he will play baseball for a long time. Like he, he, he seems like he could easily be, you know, a, a depth guy, a triple a depth guy for a while, but um, yeah, just, just not producing enough to be, to be in the major leagues, especially on the, on this team. Like if you want to be better, you need better players than Michael Chavis. Yeah. Plain and simple. And I mean, he's a, I don't know. He's a fine guy to have on a good team that needs like a backup second, third baseman. I don't know that he can pick it enough there, but we didn't really see enough of him playing those positions. Right. Cause they couldn't, they have Cabrian Hayes. Yeah. And at second base, they had 18,000 guys that could play there. Yep. There's just no use in having him there. Nope. A hundred percent agree. Um, so Michael Chavis season her pirates career likely over. Um, they also designated Greg Allen for assignment. Thank God. Who, uh, is a scrub in his little playing time that he did receive here. He was bad. He did provide some base running value and some defensive value, but offensively he just, he was not good. He sucks. He has sucked his whole career and he sucked here. And we were forced to watch him way too many times. Thank God he's gone. Well put. <laughs> um, anything else you want to talk about in today's game? No, I think that wraps it all up. Most of it we'll have to hit on during the offseason. Yeah, we'll we'll talk a lot about a lot of things then. But uh there's a again, lot of pirates, stuff. Yeah, Pirates win eight to three. They improve. Oh. To 57 and 97. Um, again, they clinched the season series against the Reds. They're one, two, three, four. It's their fifth straight win against the Reds. Uh, tomorrow, another another uh, pretty fun pitching matchup tomorrow. Hunter Green, Mitch Keller tomorrow, 635 uh, Eastern. Um, so that'll be that'll be tomorrow night. And uh, we'll be live after that one. But uh Again, Pirates win eight to three. I'm Jim Rosati. You're Tyler. Yep. This is the NS9 post game show. We'll catch y'all later.
Peace out, Girl Scouts. Oh, 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 o